Sing my tongue the glorious battle, sing the winning of the fray. Now above the cross the trophy, sound the high triumphal lay. Tell how Christ the world's redeemer, as a victim won the day. Thirty years he dwelt among us, his appointed time fulfilled. Born for this he met his passion, this the Savior freely willed. On earth the cross the Lamb was lifted, where his precious blood was spilled. He endured the nails, the spitting, vinegar, the spear, and reed. From that holy body broken, blood and water forth proceed. Earth and stars and sky and ocean, by that flood from stain are freed. Faithful cross above all other, one and only noble tree. None in foliage, none in blossom, none in fruit thy peer may be. Sweetest wood and sweetest iron, sweetest weight is hung on thee. Bend thy bows, O tree of glory, thy relaxing sinews bend. For a while the ancient rigor that thy birth bestowed suspend, and the king of heavenly beauty on thy bosom gently tend. To the Trinity be glory, everlasting as is meet, equal to the Father, equal to the Son, and paraclete. God, the three in one whose praises all created things repeat. Amen. Hello and welcome to the Anglo-Catholic Podcast for the ninth day of April 2006. I'm your reader, John J. O'Sullivan. Today is, according to the Anglican Breviary, the Sunday next before Easter, commonly called Palm Sunday. This is, indeed, the season of Holy Week, um, which will prove, which will go through to um, the most holy day of the Catholic calendar, the Holy Feast of Easter, or Pascha, which we celebrate um, to the nines, the resurrection of our Lord. Let's begin today's podcast, as we always do, with readings from the Anglican Breviary. This reading from the book of Jeremiah, the second chapter, beginning at verse 12. Be astonished, O ye heavens, at this, and be horribly afraid. Be very desolate, saith the Lord. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed them out of cisterns, broken cisterns, that can hold no water. Is Israel a servant? Is he a home-born slave? Why is he spoiled? The young lions roared upon him and yelled, and they made his land waste. His cities are burned without inhabitant. Also the children of Memphis and Tafanes have broken the crown of thy head. Hast thou not procured this unto thyself, in that thou hast forsaken the Lord thy God, when he led thee by the way? And now what hast thou to do in the way of Egypt, to drink the waters of Sihor? Or what hast thou to do in the way of Assyria, to drink the waters of the river? Thine own wickedness shall correct thee, and thy backslidings shall reprove thee. Know therefore, and see that this is an evil thing and bitter, that thou hast forsaken the Lord thy God, and that my fear is not in thee, saith the Lord God of hosts. For of old times I have broken thy yoke, and burst thy bands, and thou saidest, I will not serve. For upon every high hill and under every green tree thou wanderest, playing the harlot. Yet I had planted thee a noble vine, wholly a ripe seed. How then art thou turned into the degenerate plant of a strange vine unto me? For though thou wash thee with lye, and take thee much soap, Yet thine iniquity is marked before me, saith the Lord God. 
Wherefore will ye plead with me? Ye all have transgressed against me, saith the Lord. In vain have I smitten your children, they received no correction. Your own sword hath devoured your prophets like a destroying lion. O generation, see ye the world, word of the Lord. Have I been a wilderness unto Israel, a land of darkness? Wherefore say my people, we are broken loose, we will come no more unto thee. Can a maid forget her ornaments, or a bride her attire? Yet my people have forgotten me days without number. Here endeth the lesson. From a sermon by St. Leo the Pope. Dearly beloved, the solemnity of the Lord's passion is come, that day which we have so desired, and which same is so precious to the whole world. Shouts of spiritual triumph are ringing, and suffer not that we should be silent. Even though it be hard to preach often on the same solemnity, and do so meetly and well, a priest is not free to shirk the duty of preaching to the faithful concerning this so great mystery of divine mercy. Nay, that his subject matter is unspeakable should it itself be make him eloquent, since where enough can never be said, there must needs ever be somewhat to say. Let human weakness then fall down before the glory of God, and acknowledge itself unequal to the duty of expounding the works of his mercy. Let us toil in thought, let us fail in insight, let us falter in speech. It is good for us to feel how inadequate is the little we are able to express concerning the majesty of God. For when the prophet saith, Seek the Lord and his strength, seek his face evermore, let no man thence conclude that he will ever find all that he seeketh. For if he sees his seeking, he will likewise seek to draw near. But among all the works of God which weary the steadfast gaze of man's wonder, what is there that doth at once so ravish and so exceed the power of our contemplation as the passion of our Savior? He it was who, to loose mankind from the bonds of the death-dealing foe, spared to bring against the rage of the devil the power of the divine majesty, and met him with the weakness of our lowly nature. For if our cruel and haughty enemy could have known the counsel of God's mercy, it had been his task rather to have softened the hearts of the Jews unto meekness, than to have inflamed them with unrighteous hatred. Thus he might not have lost the thraldom of his slaves by attacking the liberty of the one that owed him nothing. But he was undone by his own malice, for he brought upon the Son of God the death which is come life to all sons of men. He shed that innocent blood which was to become at once the price of our redemption and the cup of our salvation. Wherefore, the Lord hath received that which according to the purpose of his own good pleasure he hath chosen. He submitted himself to the ungodly hands of cruel men, which, busy with their own sin, nonetheless ministered to the Redeemer's work. And such was his loving kindness, even for his murderers, that his prayer to the his father from the cross asked not vengeance for himself, but forgiveness for them. Here endeth the lesson. At that time when they drew nigh unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, and so on and that which followeth. A homily by St. Ambrose the bishop. The Lord went up to the temple and left the Jews behind. And this was fitting, for he was about to take up his abode in the hearts of the Gentiles. The true temple of God, 
wherein he is worshipped, not in the deadness of the letter, but in spirit and in truth, is that temple whereof the foundations are laid, not in courses of stone, but in acts of faith. He leaveth behind him such as hate him, and getteth him to such as will love him. And so he cometh unto the Mount of Olives, that he may plant upon the heights of virtue those young olive branches, whose mother is the Jerusalem which is above. Upon this mountain standeth he, the heavenly husbandman, that all they which be planted in the house of the Lord may be able to, may, may, pardon me, may able each one to say, As for me, I am like a green olive tree in the house of the of God. But we may even think of this mountain as being Christ himself. For what other bear of such plants as he doth, not weighted down with an abundance of earthly fruits, but spiritually fruitful with the fullness of the Gentiles. He also it is by whom we go up, and unto whom we go up. He is the door, he is the way. For he is the one which is opened, and which openeth. Unto him whosoever entereth in knocketh. Unto him also having entered in, to obtain their reward they do offer their worship. A figure also was it that the disciples went into a village, and that there they found an ass tied to a colt with her. Neither could they be loosed, save at the command of the Lord. It was the hand of his apostles which loosed them. He whose work and life are like theirs will have such grace as was theirs. Be thou also such as they, if thou wouldest loose them that are bound. Now consider how those two who were convicted of transgression and banished from the freedom of the paradise of Eden were made to be dwellers in towns, bound over, as it were, into a village. And in this observe how life called back again them whom death had cast out. For this reason we read in Matthew that there were tied both an ass and her colt. Both male and female were banished from Eden. The she-ass and the male colt doth put us in mind of the return of, to paradise. There the she-ass mindeth us of our sinful mother Eve, and the colt of the multitude of the Gentiles. Upon the colt Christ took his seat, and thus it was well written of the colt, that thereon never yet had man set. For no man before Christ ever called the Gentiles into the church, which statement thou hast in Mark, who saith, Whereon never man sat. Here endeth the lesson. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who of thy tender love towards mankind, hast sent thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, take upon him our flesh, and to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may both follow the example of his patience, and also be made partakers of his resurrection. Through the same Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Well, that this ends today's edition of the Anglo-Catholic Podcast. As always, I'm your reader, John J. O'Sullivan, praying that the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, blesses and keep us now and forever and unto ages of ages. Amen. The Anglo-Catholic Podcast is sponsored by the Church of St. Anthony of Padua in Hackensack, New Jersey. 
Whether you live, work, or are visiting the greater North Jersey, New York metro area, come and worship with us. On Sundays, a low mass in Spanish is at 8 a.m. and the high mass in English at 10 a.m. For directions, service times, or for more information, call Father Brian Laffler at 201-489-4728 or check out her website at www.stanthonyhackensack and Hackensack is spelled H-A-C-K-E-N-S-A-C-K dot org. The Church of St. Anthony of Padua is affiliated with Ford and Faith North America and the American Anglican Council.